A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is The World in 10 from the Times of London on Sunday, the 15th of January. I'm Jenny Barsby. And I'm Sonal Patel. Russia steps up its missile attacks on Ukraine, targeting Dnipro, Kyiv, Kharkiv and Odessa. Terrible scenes, um, videos, very, very heart-wrenching videos where um, you can see people trapped in the rubble. You can hear the screams of people calling for help. President Biden declares a state of emergency in California as it's pounded by yet another storm. People are fatigued about evacuation orders. People are fatigued by seeing those Caltrans signs saying detour. They're just fatigued generally. And I just pray on all of us to maintain our vigilance, our common sense over the course of the next 24 to 48 hours. Rescuers searched through the rubble of a nine-storey apartment block in Dnipro for survivors. Following a deadly missile strike as Russia unleashes a new wave of major attacks on Ukraine. Firefighters continue to tackle smouldering blazes as sniffer dogs comb through the wreckage for dead bodies or signs of anyone still alive. At least 18 people are known to have died. The injured so far totals around 60, including 12 children, but the regional governor says many people are believed to be in the rubble. I am speechless, speechless, says this resident of a nearby building as he looks at what is left of the apartment block. In his nightly address, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky appealed to the West to supply more weapons. Can Russian terror be stopped? Yes. Is it possible to do it somehow differently than on the battlefield in Ukraine? Unfortunately, no. It can and must be done on our land, in our sky, in our sea. What is needed for this? Those weapons that are in the depots of our partners and which our troops are so waiting for. Britain has risen to the challenge, with the Prime Minister Rishi Sunak telling Mr Zelensky he'll be sending tanks and artillery systems. The Foreign Minister James Cleverly promised more details in the coming weeks. Our support to the Ukrainian people in their uh, self-defence against Russian uh, aggression uh, is unwavering. But as the Times correspondent in Donbass, Richard Spencer, explains, these tanks are more symbolic. They're not going to end the war, you know, you're not going to see 14 Challenger tanks sort of leading a charge to the Russian border. They'll be using these tanks to supplement the uh, very high-end artillery they have um, in a similar way to, to, to make sort of short, sharp tactical thrusts in particular areas where they've identified Russian weaknesses. The US has promised 50 Bradley tank-killing armoured vehicles in its biggest military assistance package to date, while Ukraine's allies meet in Germany on Friday, where European governments will announce their latest pledges. 
In California, there's yet another storm. It follows three weeks of almost catastrophic downpours. Sucks. It's really defeating, you know. Caitlin lives in Felton. We weren't here the first flood. We were in LA visiting family for New Year's Eve. And that was really hard. And the cleanup was awful. And then next thing you know, fast forward like what, six days was it? Uh, we're flooding again. So we were in shock. And then to go through the third time is just defeating. You know, it's like what our backs are hurting, my feet are killing me in these rainbows. It's just it's disgusting, you know. The mud is so unbearable. It's been described as a deadly parade of storms as California endures some of the worst weather it's seen in many years. President Biden has declared a state of emergency, ordering federal aid to be sent to the US state. The region's not new to extreme weather. It's dealt with wildfires and drought in recent months. But this, this is new. Rivers have burst their banks and lakes are overflowing. Cars submerge vineyards underwater. Around 25 million homes remain under a flood watch as a new storm moves steadily southward. The authorities say at least seven waterways have flooded and tens of thousands of people have been ordered to evacuate their homes already. Gavin Newsom's the governor of California. The challenges present themselves over the course of the next few days uh, rather acutely, particularly because everything's saturated, particularly because the grounds are overwhelmed. So we have to maintain that vigilant. And I would just suggest this, it's, you know, common sense. At least 19 people have died in these storms which began in late December. A five-year-old boy, Kyle, is still missing after fast-moving floodwater pulled him from his mother's arms when they got trapped while driving to school. And my wife just happened to be closer to them. And when she was able to reach out to the rope that they were able to have and, and the flow, my son was farther down. Kyle's father, Brian. And they saw him, he was face up, he was floating face up. It's hard to process. Tens of thousands now face an anxious time, waiting to hear if they will have to evacuate. On the way, Mexico brings in strict smoking laws and Bolivia's obsession with Tito, the missing cat. Tens of thousands of Israelis take to the streets of three major cities to demonstrate against Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's judicial reform plans. The crowd at Tel Aviv's Habima Square swelled to 80,000, with many holding flags and signs reading the end of democracy and criminal government. <laughs> Prime Minister Netanyahu, who is on trial for corruption charges, has only been back in office since December, but his new government, which is composed of ultra-Orthodox and far-right nationalist parties, wants to weaken the Supreme Court by giving Parliament the power to overturn court decisions with a simple majority vote. These demonstrators told us why they're opposed to the change. I think that uh, it's important that there should be checks and balances in a democracy. Well, I'm concerned that the ref so-called reform that they're trying to pass is undermining the checks and balances in the Israeli democracy. We need a strong independence justice system and our new government is trying to erase it. 
The legal changes could also work in Mr Netanyahu's favour by either allowing him to avoid conviction or even by making his corruption trial disappear entirely, although the government has pledged not to do that. They would also make it easier for the government to legislate in favour of Jewish settlements in the occupied West Bank without worrying about challenges in the Supreme Court. Civil liberties and human rights advocates have expressed grave concerns, saying the reforms will encourage authoritarianism and put minority rights in imminent danger. To Mexico, which has brought into force one of the strictest anti-tobacco laws in the world. It includes a total ban on smoking in all public spaces. The move extends existing legislation covering bars, restaurants and workplaces to public spaces across the country. That includes parks and beaches. There'll also be a ban on the advertising, promotion and sponsorship of tobacco products. Vapes and e-cigarettes are also subject to tighter new restrictions. Health experts say tobacco use is the single most preventable cause of death in the world, responsible for nearly a million deaths in the Americas alone each year. The new laws mean people will only be able to smoke in their homes. Meanwhile, there are worries over how these new rules will be enforced. In sport, Kane Reeves has more on Djokovic's return to Australia. The first tennis Grand Slam of the year begins later with the return of the Australian Open. Novak Djokovic returns to Melbourne Park having missed last year's competition due to not having a Covid vaccination. The nine-time champion has won the title on his past three appearances and has lost only three matches at the tournament since 2011. Djokovic says he's put last year's emotions behind him. If I do hold the grudges and, and probably uh, if I'm not able to move on, I wouldn't be here, you know. And, and also I have to say that the amount of positive experiences I had in Australia overwhelmed the negative experience maybe of last year. If he wins the title, Djokovic will also regain the world number one ranking. This will also be the first Grand Slam event following the retirements of veteran superstars Serena Williams and Roger Federer. Studio Canal has released an image of the actress Marissa Abella dressed as Amy Winehouse in the upcoming movie about the late singer. The likeness, with Marissa sporting Amy's traditional beehive, upper lip stud and large gold earrings, is uncanny. The actress, who starred in the Sky One drama Cobra, is due to start filming the biopic called Back to Black next week. Winehouse, who is widely seen as one of the defining talents of her generation, died of alcohol poisoning aged just 27 at her home in Camden, North London, in July 2011. And finally, to the curious case of the missing cat. So curious, in fact, it's got most of Bolivia hooked and they've called in a psychic. Tito, the tabby, went missing on a domestic flight in December. Yes, that's how long the search has been on. Since then, not only have the aviation authorities been involved, but government ministers and most of Bolivia, it seems. Having exhausted all normal avenues when searching for a missing animal, the authorities have found a psychic. She's apparently going to try and make contact with Tito and find out where he is. They've also left out some tuna because Tito loves tuna, although they haven't specified where. And that is your World in 10 from the Times of London on Sunday the 15th of January. This podcast from the Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.